him back. Here we go. We have we have liftoff. How are you tonight, boys? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm doing pretty good as well, fellas. So, uh, so uh, you got a you got yourself a new yes, job. Yes, I David? did. Oh, yes. By the way, yes. This is David, uh, aka the Beer Nerd. I know Maddie promised uh, that he I, we would be on last week, but you know, shit just shit rolls downhill, as they say. So, but here I am. I had to work. Yeah. Well, Rand- Sorry, Randall's, a, Randall's a real piece of shit with an actual adult job that interferes with podcasting. Yeah, you know, I'm, so I'm going to have to. Do. Uh, it's, still, it's still not submitted yet. but uh, You know, but, you know, uh, I, I, I'm probably soon going to relate to that. So <laughs> but my job is, nice. my new job is part time, but I'm also going to do volunteer work for the same position, uh, different place for the remaining, for the remaining two days. So, you know. Can't wait! Can't wait to be an so, adult. So piece sometimes of shit. they're gonna, sometimes they're gonna pay you for work, and other times yeah, they're just you know, not gonna pay you. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get uh, one of both. So can't Living wait! Can't wait! Yep. Yeah. So how have you guys been? I should, I, I should talk to my employer about that. Maybe like Monday through Thursday he can pay me, but Friday I'll just go in and. Not ah, get yeah, paid. you know. That sounds great. Ugh, man, look, you know, it's a living. Variety. It's a living. It doesn't have to pay, but it's a living. Fuck yeah! It gets monotonous, uh, getting paid all the time. It's kind of like, uh, like uh, too easy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know, there's a uh, David. As you know, you know, you're a little bit divorced Boy, from Twitter now, and we're gonna go yeah. into that a little bit deeper <clears throat> later. But uh, you know, there's a lot of talk, you know, these days about socialism and capitalism and the working class, and I think that I've come to a conclusion that uh, if you Get paid for all of the days you work. You are part of the board. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm closer to nihilism. Like my dad, my my mom's sort of like you know, uh, DNC Democrat. But my dad, as I've learned, has become like full on nihilist, and I can sort of understand. You know, I I I personally think we're screwed, but I hold out a little bit of hope, just a little bit. Maybe my perhaps in a few years my fire will be snuffed out. But got to keep the faith. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you are uh, listening to what, at least to my best recollection, is episode 12 of the Prep School Hippie. I think that's right. We are joined by our good, yeah, our good friend David, a.k.a. the Beer Nerd. How do you do, everybody? And as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, even though he's a fucking piece of shit who turned on me during the cheese controversy. <laughs> oh, I... Randall, how are you this evening, Randall? I'm doing gr- you I'm fucking great. Judas. I, I'm doing I did not hear about this cheese controversy. So, David, let me, uh, let me go over the cheese controversy with you. I, uh, I had posted a, uh, a plate from an Italian restaurant I was at of sort of like a mozzarella tasting on this... And the plate was ridiculous. It was on, like, an insanely large plate, but it was four different types of Mm. mozzarella cheese with, you know, like, preserves and Calabrian chili peppers and roasted nuts. A little weird-ass fucking pile of nuts. Wow. (laughs) Enough about this. Enough about this. Don't talk about my sex life, Randall, please. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh... You know, I, I posted that online, and I was just immediately just viciously roasted 
that it was fucked up food, that it was shitty food, that it was fucking weird, that it was... And, uh... I just, I guess the bottom line is my uh, my gourmet cheese plate did not get a lot of love. Uh, no, well, yeah, well, on the, I, well, I will. It looks s- like a bunch of uh, people had shit white blobs <laughs> onto the plate. Basically, <laughs> I don't know, like, like they had lo- like they had borderline diarrhea, but it was white. I don't. Mozzarella is a weird cheese because, like, you can get it in the vacuum packed polio container, or you can get it like in little balls and olive oil both of them are good but just like the little balls of olive oil which i haven't seen the picture i assume that was probably what that was it looks weird but it tastes good you know but i i'm not a fan of taking pictures of my own food in the first place it's like so you're not a you're not opposed i guess just to to let me paraphrase for our audience because our audience is very stupid (laughs) You're saying that you're not opposed to putting oily balls in your mouth, that although the sight of them does not necessarily please you, you do get a, you do get a certain amount of, of joy from That is a way of putting it, yes. That's kind of, uh, that's kind of what I thought. So let's, uh, let's dive right into it. Uh, David was the beer nerd on Twitter, as I said earlier. You are one of the uh, very few people who is sort of involved in our sphere of Twitter, Twitter in general, who said they were going to quit and then actually Who was that? Who Yeah, who was that back. comedian who uh Jenna whatever her name was, Jenna Kirkman who made like a very stupid tweet and said she would quit and then she came back in like a couple of days? That was actually <laughs> me. But uh yeah, no no, I believe that was Jen Kirkman as well. She said she was going to like which is so funny, like, when you, like, I think that, like, part of the, the tweet that, like, right. people were giving her shit about was, like, implying that she was sort of, like, a tone-deaf rich person. I mean, she probably is. You know, like, making judgments about other, about other people, and then she's like, that's not true, and anyway, I'm not going to read any tweets. Yeah, well, well, the, 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 I was going to, getting somewhere with that, I saw, like, somebody, I think it was one of the people that I still text via Twitter, uh, from that I knew from Twitter, but I still text mm-hmm. and keep in touch with. I think he sent me a tweet by virtual text is saying the Beardard is the only person at who's uh, at who's quit Twitter and actually meant it. And this was after the Jenna Kirkman thing. So, so I I don't think uh, most of my listeners, and I'm not even sure like I sort of really realize uh, sort of like what led to that. But just so for 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 our own curiosities sake and for our audience, what really um you know, prompted you to leave Twitter well, as a website. Man, it was sort of like, I was in like early March and I was going out with this, well, with my girlfriend at the time. And like th- th- this relationship lasted only two months. Uh, we were just not compatible, but like I was showing her like my timeline uh, on like, like my timeline on tweet deck. And I was like, man, this is stupid. And then like, I, I guess it was sort of like a culmination of things. I guess like the like the later late late 2014. I think there were like two there were two events that I could pinpoint as to just when Twitter just took a turn. The first was I don't like calling it GamerGate. I don't like calling anything blank gate. I just call it the people getting mad at video games mm-hmm. incident because that's really what it was in a sense. Uh, 
That's sort of by the, an by the way, I just, Yes, I know. It's so like fucking that, stupid. That grown adults getting mad about video games is 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 totally normal. Listen, man. Yeah. Look, I, 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 I if you want to get mad at video games, video games, if you want to get mad at video games, throw a controller or like into like your TV screen or something. That is, I don't know if that's acceptable levels of getting mad at video games, but that that's it's more pure than. Whatever the fuck lose, that was all about. Ugh. If you lose bad enough, it's it's definitely. Exciting. Oh, absolutely, man. And like, yeah, no, I've gotten I've gotten in trouble many times for getting mad at video games. It's like, but that was, but like, I've, there were like incidents of just vid people who identify as gamers being shit before then, and like, just the people that we. We, we I would associate with on Twitter like forgot about it in a couple of days and like three days or something and we just made jokes about bug dildos and whatnot but this one just just kept going on and on and on it was just so angry and stupid and like I mean I mean I'm not obviously I don't like the harassment was terrible there was a clear wrong side in it well let's 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 not. Let's not so quickly come out against. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, look, look, Maddie. I mean, like people do that to, to you all the later. time, you know, and I think it's completely justified most of the time. Let's be real, but like, <laughs> it just—I don't know. It was just so. It just, I just, people just wouldn't shut up, and it just got. There was just like an undercurrent of like permanent rage to it, and the second incident was just that. Pube, red pube beard guy Chuck Johnson, Chuck C. Johnson, and like, because like I, ah uh, yes, he's subsequently oh, gone. Don't too, I mean, I think good for him, maybe. but like, I don't know. It it also stands in contrast to when I started on Twitter and what happened then. Like, because when I started on Twitter, like I was solely there to you know review beer. Like I would drink a beer, I'd review it, and like what got uh-huh. me into just this whole gang, this whole. Twitter subculture, weird Twitter, if you will, um, mm-hmm. was making fun of Greg W. Howard, who was like a fat, pathetic tea partier, and like there was like a and like people would get well. The difference between Greg W. Howard and Chuck C. Johnson was people made fun of Greg W. Howard. They didn't really get angry at him. They just laughed at him because he was a pathetic. He was just pathetic. It was pathetic, and then like a like a year or so later, everybody got bored, and then they did their own thing. But like they, Chuck Johnson was like a similarly pathetic human being, but people just got angry at him, and like it, it, I don't know, it's it, and they lost all. Cre- so yeah. so basically, just to what? No, go ahead. Once again, to paraphrase, you uh, joined up with a group of other drunks on a website dedicated to. Uh, basically being sarcastic and uh it basically it reached its natural conclusion with gamers and making fun of the politics it wasn't even making and just for reference point for our listeners uh you know we we uh my my intern interviewed david in the green room before the podcast started and uh he did confess to us that in 1997 
he killed a homeless man after a particularly troublesome game of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. So just to provide a little yeah, bit of yeah. uh, I couldn't, uh, well, David's uh, history. Well, a small correction, I couldn't. There's just was one star in Super Mario 64 at the time that I just could not fucking get, you know. <laughs> uh, I just had to, I just had to, do something, you know. Had to get had to get that out, but you know what? That that hobo's that hobo seeing that hobo's blood just made me get that last star. Gave me the power, you know. But I have never killed since. Well, I, I personally appreciate yeah, your uh, you know. your restraint. So, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, public <laughs> lynch mobs on the yeah. uh, the website. Uh, I don't know if uh, you have heard of this person, Randall. I don't know if you saw any of this yesterday or the other day. There is a 23-year-old mm. poet, uh, an Indian woman, yeah, named Rupi Kaur, or whatever. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce it. Wait, her first name is Rupi? But, uh... Like, her first name is... Yeah, R-U-P-I. Oh, oh, I thought it was spelled R-U-P-E-E, which I think, is... I think, th- I think the rupee currency is R-U-P-E. Right, yeah, but that's the, that's the currency in India e. and also in the so, Legend of Zelda games. Going back to video games again. Exactly. It's like if you so, uh, your daughter dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I would like that. Yeah, as, you as know, names guy, are stupid these the days. It's coming. a good name for a daughter. So uh, in in any event, she has, uh, like most popular uh, pop culture figures of some sort, has uh, been getting roasted online recently. I had never heard of this person until last night, and a Twitter user at Bobby oh, that guy. Uh, posted some screenshots of some of her poems. And uh, so this her book is presently, it's called Milk and Honey, and it is presently number eight on the New York Times bestseller list. And uh, I have some of some of her poems. I'm going to uh, do a dramatic reading right now, which I think our uh, audience will appreciate. Okay, Here, let's uh, hear it. I don't. We don't have any background. Music I will. Uh, I, I will. To, uh, I will edit the podcast. But I'll provide like a drum, like a like a, right. a drum roll at the beginning. So, all right, here we go. Thank you. Okay, well, here we go. They leave and act like it never happened they come back and act like they never left that poem is called ghosts <laughs> jesus that is like some navel that is yeah. like that's the equivalent of like smearing shit on a canvas and calling it art like the poetry equivalent well if someone will pay me for that then that then I'm, That's then true. I'm I mean, I might have. I might have. Because right now, I have a slight amount of dignity, so I wouldn't want to lose it by publishing just like two very simple lines. I don't know. It, it's more like it's more what like this, a Rupi is owning the shit out of everybody. It's like like she like totally she wrote, is like she typed shit. like two lines and is making a shit. You, you know what? In a sense, I can't I can't begrudge her genius. for that. I mean, like that's like an it's like a basic white girl Instagram caption, and she's making money off of well, it. Well, that's what it, that's what it sounds like. But she is she she is a woman of color who oh, has boy. gone through like I think like a fairly difficult life at periods of time. So that's why I feel like amplify her you know, voice that people want to assign. Yeah, they want to assign more depth. Like here's here's another well, one. Well, well, she is water, soft enough to offer life, tough enough to drown it away. 
Like that's like what a fucking eight year old would write. The, yeah, no, it, it's like the art. It's the art. It's like stupid modern art. It's like piss Christ, except not funny, except not provocative or funny because it involves piss and pissing on Jesus. Pissing oh, it's on like Jesus. That, uh, who's the graffiti artist guy? The uh, Banksy. Banksy. Plastic Jesus or whatever. Oh, Plastic Jesus. Yeah. Is he somehow oh, more up his own ass than either. Banksy? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's like Jesus. the poor man's Banksy. Oh God. Lovely. Yeah. You know? It's it's like all those like. All those people who like um, he writes capitalism like hold- with like a, a a dollar sign as the S. Or yeah, yeah. Like if you wear like a bandana around your mouth and like hold up a ham and then say like <laughs> late capitalism, like that is like the height of fucking. No, you know, like look, you know that it turns out here is, a, here is a pork shoulder that I smoked for twelve hours. <laughs> it turns time. out, turns out those. Overly explained political cartoons that everybody thought was hacky and stupid and crap. Turns out it's art if you just take away all the explanations. You know, makes you think. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on sort of a tangent about this. So, so my theory is that the popularity of art like this, things that are very simple, what is basically relatable just like you said relatable teen quotes and that's how she got noticed she got a lot of instagram followers for basically posting <laughs> this kind of shit and then uh they they took down a picture that she posted of her laying in bed sheets with her menstrual blood oh, on god and that brought oh. her like a lot of public attention because they said that you know instagram is publishing you know sexualized images of women but like a normal image of a woman lying in her menstrual blood. So she is. So she is completely up her own ass in modern art. Like, okay, so honestly, we've seen that before, but <laughs> it'll never die. So go ahead, Matt. Yeah, she. Uh, she she says people aren't used to poetry that's so easy and simple, and that that's sort of you know kind of what what this reminded me of is that basically, I think. You know, with all of the outlets that people have for expression these days and everything like that, I think everyone wants to feel a part of that. Like, they're capable as well of creating sort of the art in addition to consuming it. They don't just want to feel like consumers of the culture. They want to feel like creators of the culture as well. So art like this, which is fucking terrible, but basically anyone could do, sort of is... is quickly snapped up by people like this because it's something that they can hold on to and is relatable to them because they can essentially like I was reading the Goodreads um, reviews for her her poetry book and it is basically all people like this book changed my life and then writing like their shitty like three line poem in it you know that's like I was 12 years old my dog got hit by a car the moon is mozzarella cheese and like like fucking bullshit like that and it's so terrible but i think that i think that the reason that it's being held up as art is precisely because the the sort of the barrier to entry for it is so low yeah. everyone's a critic and everyone can well, be an artist uh, what do you too, boys think about you know? that but like this this phenomenon yeah. has been it's been going on for a long time and it's been made fun of for 
just as long. There was like a my favorite video game of all time. There was like a scene where there's like a part where you just go into this like art club and like there's a rock on the stage and you talk to one of the npcs and she says oh the show it's already started we just look at the rock and philosophize and then there's a guy wait what the what the fuck oh it's earthbound super nes it's an rpg this is this is the real this is the real Uh, game well have you ever seen the image of like a video game where like one of the where one of the characters is talked to another character and like the caption says, "You can't envision the final collapse of capitalism." Incredible. That's where that's that's where that's from. <laughs> and then there's like a guy who's like, "You know what? It's it's an easy buck. Like, I don't know what these people are saying, but I can just I can just sell water at high prices while they're just like Mario just jumped over a flaming pit and got all his balls. <laughs> now that's high fucking like, art right the, there yeah. to rescue Princess Ugh. Peach. And then she's like. I don't need a fucking man to save me, bitch. I'm educated. Woke like, Peach, man. That's, that's the future. That's going to be the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, you know. We, look, we know. Princess Peach is going to blame late capitalism for Luigi thinking that he can put his hand on her. Listen, man. Video games will never be art until every every woman character in video games is woke. You know? We, ha- we, we had it started with Samus and then just... Uh, but it's not enough. You know? We can't have our... Not every, but I don't know. You know, get on it, Nintendo, EA, Ubisoft, all you ter- mostly terrible game companies cranking out crap. I haven't even played video games in such a long. I haven't like bought many new video games in the past ten years. It's all crap. I'm working on a video game that I think will be sort of relatable to the cultural sensibilities of today, which is basically that there's actually um nothing in the game as far as obstacles or enemies you just uh you start off in a safe space and then you walk down a hallway and go to another safe space and like you tell people stuff about yourself and you know read them your poetry about a glass of water and then you just walk down the hallway and go to another safe space and i'm thinking of uh i my my working title for the game is what the fuck is wrong with all of you fucking <laughs> pussies but that's I'm spitballing. Um, I, I'm not convinced that that's necessarily what I'm going to, to end up. Look, with. man, as, as it stands, it's fucking Sounds game great. of the year. You want to go for game of the decade? Well, got to flesh that out a little, you know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe make it on like a college campus. Like you, were, I thank you by the way for reminding me on the last episode of Illuminati. Like that is just like. Uh, yeah, the, they were, like, oh, yeah. not aggressively terrible. They were just like, what the fuck? But then there was also somebody in that group. Oh, the alt-lit guys. Like, they became alt-lit, and one of them made, like, a made a, a house on, like, a uh, off, ca- off the campus of a liberal arts college in Maine. And, like, it was, like, a V... Yeah, I don't, yes. I don't remember his name, but, like... Steve uh, Rogan. Uh, yeah, that Rogan. guy. No, I thought that was going to be like a deranged sex cult, but it just like fizzled out. I kind of, I was kind of hoping. No, he seemed. Yeah. No, go ahead. Like, like I have different sensibilities than him, obviously, but like I think as it turns out, like he just wants to kind of like live that way. I mean, obviously, like I'm sure that girls have something to do with it and stuff like that, but like 
What's funny is, like, as fucked up as that sounds in theory, like, out of that group of people, he seems to be kind yeah, of, like, I one mean, of I the can't... normal ones. Like, there was this dude who... There's there's this dude who's a college professor, like, a, mm-hmm. a published writer professor somewhere in Texas, and, like, he was friends with all those girls. And he turned out to be, like, a serial predator. I didn't know... You know, who, like, had, like, multiple... I didn't know Dr. You know, Ass was... I didn't know Dr. Ass was, was like, a college professor. <laughs> God, that motherfucker. That's another. I, uh, that's another uh, thing I hate about. Fact. That's another thing I learned to hate about Twitter. Is like, you can say the right shit, and it's more, more, it's more. It says it makes you more of a better person than somebody who does write stuff and then like fucks up every once in a while. Like, because that guy, like, just disgusting person that he is, like. Came back to like he 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 quit Twitter for like over a year. Then he came back, didn't really apologize yeah. for much or if anything, and like a lot of people still talked with him like he's not a disgusting, gross creep. But you know, and and yeah, I mean that's just yeah. yeah and then and then like he he quit Twitter for good when somebody kept like spamming his like chubby macklemore man bun selfies <laughs> oh man well that was part of it and then like actually i think that i'm kind of responsible <laughs> Good for, for that. you so like one day he said something to me that i didn't like and wasn't true and i kind of like i went off on him and uh he never got back online after hell that. yeah <laughs> dude you, you did so well, everyone, everyone. By the way, in our group, everyone. By the way, in our group, I message was mad at me about that because I took away the doctor ass selfies. And Who the, cares so about like cheese? Right like, like they're just all pictures. those women that he uh, that he uh, like emotionally took. Traded topless pictures of them. Oh man, that was so. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. To the to the to the one woman who listens to this podcast, my high school friend Katie. <laughs> since no other women listen to this podcast, uh, you have to find a woman who owes me sex in lieu of all of the women. Ah, uh, you know sex, it, so. it. You can uh, you can. Let you me know what, man? That. We all we'll all we all deserve happiness. You'll find that woman who very much owes you sex, Maddie. Don't worry, it'll come. I, I believe they all yeah, owe me well, sex. Just. Yeah, someday, someday one will realize that, you know. <sighs> but Randall, I'm getting the I'm getting the impression yeah. from the beer nerd that he doesn't truly believe that. We're uh, no, that. I'm. Are you getting, Are you getting that vibe? It's hard for me to wrap my yeah. head around. You know, it, it, a lot of women. Yeah, all women. I'm not at that. I'm not at that galaxy brain level yet. You've been. <laughs> You've been off the website for a while, so you probably there's certain things that you don't Good. understand anymore. So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak I'm gonna speak slowly and deliberately. Women owe me sex. Okay, man. Uh, not not some women, not just the not just the women with big tits who I fucking respect so goddamn much. Not. Just the women with nice round asses, who I also fucking respect. But all the other women, the women with big tits and wheelchairs, who I also respect, they owe me sex. Women in prison for white collar crimes. Martha Stewart hit him up. There's, they all do. There's no. Martha Stewart, what you doing, lady? They all, they all owe me sex. 
is basically. I'll have to sleep on this for a couple of days. Maybe I'll get it. You know, maybe maybe I can wrap my brain around it, and it'll become like the galaxy brain that it needs to be in order to navigate through this fucked up world. There you go. OJ Simpson got parole, motherfucker. How can you think that women not owe me sex? This is the world we live in. Uh, yep, it's a it's a fucked up world, you know. And not saying that not saying what you're yeah, saying is fu- isn't is fucked up, but you know. Sometimes you got to get woke. You got to get woke. And there's so many uh, so, No, go ahead. Maddie, Maddie, on the flip side of your whole uh your whole thing about this uh this poetry uh woman. Yes. I read an article the other day about uh so apparently David Beckham's son mm-hmm. is uh, releasing an uh, art photography book. He's uh, I think sixteen or seventeen oh, yeah. years old. I have and a I have a friend of mine who's pissed about that. It's all based on Instagram posts. Are yeah. other people's Instagram posts? So that's no his own. Inst- so you know he's taken all these you know arts. Okay, that's let. That's less stupid. And he's releasing them as a book. It's still, it's still, it's it's sort, it's very, very similar to you know, it's like it's like the that the kind of like super easy shit that anybody can do. Like I could release a fucking book about with with my Instagram pictures, and it would uh, probably be about as artistic as as this shit that the David Beckham kid. Is which releasing. which one is he? Well, I mean, which stupid named boy is he? Is it Brooklyn? Is it? I, I don't can't. know, like, cause, oh yeah, yeah, it's the Brooklyn. Oh god, like I hate all of their, I hate all of their names. I, if I didn't grow up with a, with somebody who had, or if I didn't grow up with somebody who had a name, then it's a stupid name. Like Brooklyn is a stupid name. No, Caden, any permutation of Aiden like is a, a stupid city. name. It's not a person's yeah, name. Yeah, you know, it's like, fuck, just yeah. just name your kid Nike. Neck for the next one, uh, who, which I don't know what Spi- I don't know what Spice Girl he's married to. I don't give a shit. So is uh is is this then a bad time to announce that my eight year old son is in a jam band called uh, Trust Fund, <laughs> and their their first uh, quadruple album called The Death Tax is fucked up is uh going to be released soon on Capricorn Fuck, Records. Man, that- this is this is an well, opportunity. Well, buddy, look, yeah, I I don't have I don't think I have high blood pressure problems, but buddy, you're pushing it. You are pushing me into you are pushing me into <laughs> unhealthy blood blood pressure levels, my friend. Well, uh, something that Randall and I discovered on the mm-hmm. last episode, David, was uh, speaking of all these apps and the website, is uh, Snapchat has like all these fucking stories now. That they want you to yeah. uh, to watch, and like, there's all these people who are celebrities and different things, and like, none of them make any fucking sense to me. So uh, I thought that I would read some more of the. Uh, the yeah, no, and like, uh, and I will say, like, I'm on Snapchat. I never use it. I don't know how to use any of the filters or any of the geo whatever bullshit that they use. The site specific ones. I like follow a couple of. Swipe. I follow a couple of people that like I found on a date on like Tinder or something. I follow them. I have no interest in like talking. Th- I have no interest in like meeting up with them. But I also follow a few people on Twitter, especially one who has dogs. So like, it's really all I use it for. But every time I go into like the public stories, like 
every time there is a Kardashian or Jenner story, and I'm like, who gives a shit? Who gives well, a yes, shit? The, uh, the, the lead one is uh, Ky- Kylie's nudes have been had. Saw that. But, Let's but see. see, at least I like know who that is, you know, like. There's a bunch of people yeah. that I don't. Well, know oh, by the way, by the way, people, like a, a disclaimer. You know, I was talking shit about the Kardashians, but if I can tell how anybody thinks about women when they talk about Kim Kardashian, same with Kanye West and race. You know, it just. I could beat Kanye West in a race. What I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I was just riffing on Twitter some more. Go on. I'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, so see, like, I don't care about Kanye West, and I don't really have no I opinion. Don't need, like, like, I, it's like, I'm apathetic. So in that case, like, I, I don't care about black people. Yeah, you know. You know, it's, I don't know, but that's, that's your, that's your, that's your lot in life, Randall. But, um, there's just, yeah. I just, the thing about Kanye West, I think the best thing I've ever seen anybody say about him was Bamani Jones, who's like, I don't. I think he, I don't know if he works all the time for ESPN, but he he's on ESPN a lot. He said like he's he does. He's there. He's there. He's there every day. Driving. Oh, well, regardless, he said about Kanye West. He's a theater kid. That's not being negative towards him or positive towards him. That's how it is. And I went to a school yeah. with a significant amount of theater majors that would burst into burst into a Disney song at no no provocation. I could see that. Did you have any sex? I did not. The theater majors? I did not have sex in college. I was I was a dr- I was Damn a dry it, boy in college, man. I know. What? Uh, uh, How did you? Come on, dude. It's so easy to get. I, I was an college. awkward little. David. I was an awkward motherfucker there. I'll just say. Ugh. Ah well. Jesus Some people Christ. bloom late, Maddie. I'm bl- I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is gamer. I've never had sex before. Yeah, yeah well, like, look, I mean, happy medium. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the happy medium. Max obviously had a lot of sex uh, with uh, with a lo- with all the, with the women who obviously all owe him. Some and uh, Randall, you are. I'm I'm having I'm having sex right now. <laughs> good good for you, man. Go for it. Go for As it. Don't speak. let me kill your good vibes. But Randall, you know what? More power to you. Are you a proud boy, Randall? I'm inside. Uh, yeah, you know. You, oh, you know I, know I know it. I know it. I learned recently that Proud Boys get their name from the uh, song on the Aladdin Broadway musical called Be Proud of Your Boy. And that's I consider that to be a great disappointment because instead it should have been named for the scene in Freddy Got Fingered where Rip Torn tells Tom Green to make me proud, boy. Ugh. <laughs> it's it's a, it's such a good movie. It's like avant garde shit, but it's great. So I I don't I don't know. By the way, we kind of glossed over that. What is uh, it? It's boy? like a basically a neo Nazi who doesn't have sex. It's like it, it, they're 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 an internet okay, yeah, phenomenon. They're just very stupid, and it, yep. it's like I don't know. It, it's a funny. Absolutely. It's funny to talk about for like a few minutes, and then like. And then it's funny to see to be reminded of them every so often, but I don't know. I just couldn't deal with also all the trolling and just the constant targeting of people. It just got boring, you know. I don't want to be bored. Mm-hmm. See, I uh, I am always on Twitter because I am bored. 
that that it is like an escape from boredom for me but like recently i had like a little uh fit of of petulance yesterday because uh some fucking piece of shit which obviously i have no sense of humor about like some fucking retard um late saturday night slash sunday morning said something about like my dead father and i got jesus that's that, no that's a that, bit of peak about it right yeah so. you you were justified dude, dude you have no idea how like how often i get stuff like that so like i just like sort of like made a few posts just letting people know that like they have uh you know i don't mind being a good sport but they have uh people were sort of crossing over the the line of my goodwill and tolerance for them and i i think that that's like sort of a normal thing like i like you know kind of like what i said there like i've always tried to be like sort of a good sport about yeah. getting owned online because because you're one, a piece of shit and you fun, deserve man. to be like, owned you, you matt take yourself that seriously that's right motherfucker <laughs> exactly. like i have i have i have a good life i don't really have anything that any to be mad about that anyone else doesn't have and so like i don't want to fucking bully these people online you know like you know who have been bullied like most of their lives or whatever but like you know, like, lately it's just been, like, too much, you know, where I'm just like, come on, man, like, what the fuck? So, like, you know, I, I also equally, by the way, hate, like, the people who are, like, insipidly positive and they're like, send me your favorite selfie or send me one thing about you that you just absolutely love. And I'm thinking, well, one thing I love is that I fucking don't post bullshit like that, <laughs> motherfucker. But, uh, you know, like. I just, like, like I don't know, man. Like, lately, just, like, everybody's fucking wearing me out. Like, I've been thinking of, like, not doing the podcast anymore and deleting my account and, like, all that stuff where I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't think I like you people anymore. Like, and I don't think you like me anymore. I've been on, like, yeah. too long or something. Like, maybe people are tired of me. I get that me. feeling a lot that, like, man, all you, I don't like any of you people. And they don't, you people don't really give a shit about what I'm saying. So. When, I, when I left Twitter, like, there were a lot of people who I thought i didn't like and like it just just some disconnection from twitter over the over the i guess two years is like no they're it's just the internet brings out the worst in everybody a lot of people and a lot of people are great in real life i mean there are a couple that i'm not going to name but um for the most part they're great people fun fun to be with fun to drink with just fun to hang out with a lot of my best friends are people that I met via Twitter, really. As kind, as lame as that might sound. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. No, I, and, I, and I don't disagree with that. I mean, I've hung out with Randall in real life. We met on Twitter, and we're great friends. Yeah, now, no, it's like, like online, I'm like this, you know, like some kind of asthmic shit, too. Like, kind of, you know, fucking <laughs> kind of can be a big, huge dickhole. And, like, in real life, I'm like extreme. Like, I'm like the most normal fucking person probably ever. That's so. Yeah. That's what like there's there's this dude in my jam band forum who like wants to follow me on Twitter and I just keep like sort of like not like giving him the at you know and then he'll like forget about it for like a month he'll be like oh hey man yeah because he like rarely goes on but then he'll like log on and be like oh yeah man I forgot to follow you on Twitter what's your at and, you just and then I'll just be like hey days. man so, yeah hey man do you just do you hear that new widespread panic <laughs> show <laughs> because like. You know, like, it's it's weird. Like, I'm not ashamed of anything I say down there, but, like, it is weird to me. There's, like, someone who first and foremost, like, met me more as, like, a normal person. And in the context of this place, like, where I share a lot and I'm considered, like, very sort of, like, generous and nice and stuff like that. Like, to have this dude, like, you know, who holds me in esteem, 
like log on to Twitter from like his serious job at like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. Plate of <laughs> yeah. See my see see me post fucking a twenty three dollar cheese plate and then women owe me sex is the fucking caption. <laughs> and he'll be like, ah, you know what? All this makes sense now. I always had a feeling about that guy, and he's obviously fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. So it is like I guess that does tell you something about it is that like people who've known me before Twitter. Like I don't want them to. See I think that Twitter. I think that was the thing that drove me to no, to drove me to act on it was this. Is you were basically embarrassed to show your girlfriend like sort of what? Pretty much, was. yeah. Now there's this other woman that I'm going out with, and I I did promise her that like I had to tell her about Twitter and that sort of stuff. But you know, promise is a promise. Wait, like you have to tell her like no, 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 no. I told her about to how tell, like, like I was your past. Your past. Your, uh, yeah, I I, t- I would I told her like that I have stories about being on Twitter and whatnot, and I'll tell you about it. And she's like, okay, and she, you know, I'll do it because it's not a part of my life anymore. You know, I, I besides the people that I talk with, Diary of the Beer Nerd. It's just... And I think it was easier for me to leave Twitter because I'm friends with a lot of people on Facebook, or I have. Their, uh, or I have their numbers, and I can text and call. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to be one of those people, and I get to see all your uh, your sports-related sports rants. rants and, like, fat so dog. Yeah, d- like, sports rants, fat it, it, dogs, it suicidal things. nihilist memes. That's me on Facebook, basically. And sometimes I'll have a witty observation. So I... I would be remiss, and our, our good friend Jeff Pussy would have an absolute fucking meltdown if I God didn't bless ask him. you. What What is going on with your hands and pictures? Um, what, what's going uh, on with the beer Well, I just like to keep them at my side when, I t- when I'm in a picture. Uh, I guess I want I keep them, s- like, I keep my arms straight down. I guess it's at a weird angle. You're, just, you're considerate. Basically, yeah, basically, right? you, you know, I don't want to other people. You don't want to violate their space. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Like I think, like I think, like I think it's a gang sign. I, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Been thinking about it. People all have been thinking about that hand like a lot. A I've angle. seen. It's it's like a reverse shark fin. Like I I I've come to the belief that you are in a gang <laughs> called the Sharks, and quite possibly you are the head gang member in the Sharks gang. And in all your pictures, you are doing the sharks salute so that all the people in your gang know that you're like forever <laughs> down and shit. The, uh, the, um, would you would you care to comment on that? Speculation? I'm sorry, Matt. I've never seen West Side Story, so that's if I'm in a gang. If I'm don't in lie, a gang, it's me, not the sharks, man. And if I and I, it, I'm not at liberty to say. Which gang, if any, that I'm in? Because you know, I, oh. you look, man. I might have a hit on my head. I don't want to die because I I don't want to. Fortunately, America is uh, still a democracy, so yeah. we're going to vote uh, by Democratic ballot. We're going to vote whether or not you're in a gang called the Sharks. I vote that you are. Randall, what's your vote? I'm going to vote in the affirmative as well. All right. Well, it appears, David, that you are the mastermind of a criminal Well, if I die tomorrow, you. it's your fucking fault. <laughs> well, listen, you have to take some risks. In That's the true. Business. You know. Yeah, and I wouldn't worry because uh, I nobody listens to this. Yeah, so. nobody listens <laughs> to mine either. Like I've only done six episodes, and I do have my own podcast. It's a sports podcast called My Team Sucks. Been trying to get my my co-host, my regular co-host, is busy doing the bar exam at 
Jim, go get it. Go 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 get that. You'll pass this time. Um, go get it, Jim. You fucking piece of shit. Stop neglecting your you duties. Better fucking pass, Jim. Jim, you mm. fucking asshole. Where can we? Where can the uh, the the four or five listeners uh, to this podcast, which probably includes the three of us. Uh, yes. Where can they find uh, your podcast? It is on iTunes. It's on the. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember the uh, Android equivalent of iTunes, but it's on there as well. The Google Play Store. We are also. Oh, yeah. On that. Yeah, it's on Google Play. So. Because. Uh, yeah, give it a listen. I got. Uh, w- there needs to be. There needs to be lots of ways for people. To I know, listen. man. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. Well, I will say we took a we took a week off last week, and Randall and I appeared on the Flower Hour, which are which is hosted by our friends CJ and Geiger, and uh, so you know, like literally, no one except my one friend from high school who loves our podcast um, asked me about our podcast being off the air. For I me. one of my friends like, asked okay. me like, "Where's episode six? Where is it?" I was like, and I had to tell him. I guess there are some people there. I guess I have like. <laughs> I think I have more than you. I think I have like ten people. Yeah, you nice. know, move. I'm uh, I'm ahead of you for now. I'm glad we can uh, we can all relate to this this uh, these fans demanding episodes from us and stuff. It's uh, stressful. I know it? it puts us in the spotlight. It's not it when 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 the shoe is on the other foot. Like for women, women owe me sex, but. I do not owe the listeners of the podcast podcast. That's fucked episodes. up, Maddie. I I think you I th- I think personally there needs to be it, 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 women do. Okay, like look, I've come to realize, yes. Okay, so women do owe you sex, yes. but it can't be unconditional. You got to give got to give and get a little. That's otherwise you're just a Yeah, I'll, I'll give them I'll it is a give and get. Like I'll give them cab fare so they can get the fuck out of my house after I'm done. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Th- I'm all about is, to give. That is a that is a little bit of something. Yeah, that is giving them something. But you know, the internet is all about the content these days. So nothing in the in. I give them I give them the content, and in exchange, I should get the sex. I posted three days ago. I like to eat poop and pee. <laughs> Relatable. And in return for that, all women owe me sex. You know what? Yeah, you're bringing the content. It's it, you're you got this. You got this down, Maddie. I I'm I'm impressed. I haven't had like anything interesting to say in probably the better part of five years, but like I just keep saying stuff because I can't help myself. You're a com- and then like I'll just read it and I'll be. Like, what you're a cut you're a, you're, you are an addicted to you're addicted to shit posting and shit posting is a noble art it's a it i fucking love so do shit I. posting i i mean like it's i don't like doing it on twitter i like doing it in other places online but it's just it's underappreciated but it is i like doing art. it on reddit i really like doing it on reddit and just getting a fucking fuckload of downvotes from all those people. <laughs> I like so much fun. sports subreddits are the best like shit posting. Like I'm I'm on on the hockey. Yeah. It it is it is funny like the shit posted to troll like in areas where like Reddit has a lot of users. I've gotten banned. Remember- I've gotten like so many accounts. <laughs> like I've gotten like three accounts banned from like so many. Like I'll have an account on Reddit and I'll just fucking like I've gotten banned from the Apple 
good subreddit like with every single one of my accounts like four times or something because I just talk shit just to piss those people <laughs> off because there's everybody on Reddit is so humorless and like they don't get anything. You it know, is like, a low. Understand. Everybody has to put that little sarcasm mark. Yes. When they're being sarcastic. Yeah, they do that. There was like oh there was like God, that on like the SB Nation like comment section and for the fan blogs. Except for there, you there's like a font. You put everything between like the at symbol to show that you're being sarcastic but for people like me you know Mm. sarcasm and irony are like two of my biggest and cynicism are three of my biggest emotions in life and definitely more so online so what's the point the mount rushmore yeah you know yeah the the cynicism sarcasm celibacy (laughs) and what's the other i don't get yeah well let's go with that do you guys do you guys remember that um, app yes. Yik Yak? Oh yeah, that I was I got shit. fucking I got all my posts <laughs> deleted from Yik Yak like all the time, because like you know I live in like you know the 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 Georgia mm. suburbs, and it's like very sort of like you yeah. know Republican country, and so like there was very few people on it, and I would always post like, like <laughs> cruising for dick. I'd hit me up, like man, it's like you know so. Yeah, like, it'd be, like, the middle of the summer, and I'd be like, fuck, man, I hate when it's 95 degrees and my bro sucks <laughs> my cock. And, like, <laughs> like if you get, like, enough, I don't know if Reddit is like this, like, if you get enough down votes, like, you'll, um, they delete your post. They don't do that on Reddit. Something and I look back, like, five they don't do later, that on Reddit. And it had already fucking, like, my post already been <laughs> No, they don't do down. that on Reddit, but, like, if you get below, okay, like... You know, like if you get if your if your post if your karma gets like if the down votes are like make it so that your post is at like negative four they automatically hide it. So you know so it's like you know kind of similar. you don't can so that you don't contaminate people with your you know, your good your good ass opinions. Oh, dude! But I remember Yik Yak. Uh, like obviously, I'm from Texas. I think it's from, from South Carolina. Carolina. Uh, very very conservative Texas. Uh, and uh, I remember nine eleven. I uh, I was posting a bunch of shit on Nick Yak. <laughs> nice man. People were not liking that shit. So, like, actually, my college, like, a couple of years ago, had like a thing from. Uh, there was like a campus-wide scandal on Yik Yak. I think there was like some students were like being pro Black Lives Matter, and then there were people who were assuredly not oh, and yeah. there was like a school there was like a campus-wide meeting or not even it was like a campus-wide forum an open forum about it and then like on the college's like facebook page when they were talking about that there were people like oh no it's people from you know off campus but within like mile within like a mile of the campus and it's like but i don't but considering you know the college is kind of like people around town don't particularly give a shit about us it's like bullshit and it was yeah i'd like to uh i'd like to make a political statement about blm if go you ahead would indulge me uh the black lives be mattering i okay that's, i agree that's with that, that you know to say. they do be mattering so they do be like that yes. so uh the, the the yik yak thing and what we were talking about remind me so like um back um you know, a, a few years ago, well, more than a few years ago, probably, I had like a spell where I just fucking loved going to bars. And we got to bars like all the time. And uh, so, like, there was like a group of us who went like, you know, several times a week and we would just get 
fucking shit faced. And uh, I, you know, being 12 years old in my heart, like one of my favorite things to do is this is before Touch ID and all that stuff on the iPhones is to take someone's phone and like post to their social media. Mm-hmm. So like my friend Seth, who's like a super funny dude, but is like totally normal and like, you know, is friends with both his parents on Facebook and they're like very religious traditional people and like not like in the bad way though like the even though like necessarily you know i don't necessarily live how they live like these are like the sort of religious people where you'd be like oh these people are fucking nice like they want to help people and like do good shit and Mm. stuff and uh so he left his phone down to go to the bathroom and i was absolutely fucking hammered and so like i logged on to his facebook and posted i'll never forget this I thought I had swallowed my pride, but actually it was a load. <laughs> yummy, yummy, come. <laughs> Holy shit. That is good. <laughs> like, so many people are boring when they hack on face. <laughs> like, that is just like. Yeah. So, like. Like, like, the first comment was, like, from his parents who, like, Shared oh God! So Those oh God! Go on. They're like, Seth, this is not appropriate. Please like take this down. And I'm just fucking because <laughs> he has like no idea. So like for like the better part of probably thirty minutes to an hour, like yummy yummy <laughs> was on his fucking Facebook page. I had one of those ins- I had oh, one God, of those incidents as well. Like I was in, I for whatever. Like I thought this would be better than it was and would be shorter than what it was but i was like at a <clears throat> somebody on my mom's side of the family uh her cousin or whatever their daughter was having a bat mitzvah at a conservative synagogue and like i think oh yeah there was like a um sign that said uh um something about like turning off your cell phones while you're in here so i get, so i took a picture of me giving that the finger Put it on my Instagram and made and put it also made it so that it was on shared Facebook and then like one of my one of my mom's cousins that she's close to she he was he was just you know in his he just said not very nice and then like and then like somebody else who's just like worse like my mom is like not in contact with her anymore she's like she was legitimately angry about it so after that. Because I'm because I'm a, a huge pussy, and I figured like she'd just say something to my mom, who probably subsequently wouldn't give a shit. Uh, I deleted it. <laughs> my dad might. David, when I hear a wild tale like that, it's it's hard for me to imagine that you didn't have sex. <laughs> I didn't, man. Look, <laughs> I've tried. I tried, but you know what? I made up for it. Uh, I was. So uh, when when do you graduate from college? Uh, Twenty ten. I oh ah oh, <laughs> dude dude oh fuck you dunked on me, bro, man. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, I've been getting my ass kicked all fucking. Yeah, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta let it out. You gotta, felt good to get you gotta you. retaliate somehow. You know, it doesn't. It, it's if it's me, you know, I'm fine. I'm a good sport. I had to go. I had to go OJ on the other for a minute. It's all good, man. It's all in good fun. That's just what happens. Let's see what else I. You know, I always take notes for the. Uh, Daddy, do you think there's some sort of relationship between uh, Fish releasing the OJ show, and then OJ getting released from prison? Damn. I believe there is. I believe that they did release it because his parole was upcoming. Yeah. Okay. And I. Uh, I also believe that most. Uh, 
members of parole boards are jam band fans. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. they decided to release OJ because they're like, maybe this will happen again and we can get another great OJ show like this, you know? David, uh, do you have you ever had any interest in jam bands? Have you ever seen any jam band shows or anything like Does that? Does Ween count as a jam band? I think they're like sort of similar in terms of fans, but they're I in th- the th- scene. Yeah, they're in the yeah, scene. Yeah, they are. They are part yeah. of that culture. For yeah, sure. we like. I my sister Ween saw them. them in Portland, where she lives, like a couple of weeks before Gene collapsed on stage in Vancouver. She said she she said he looked like mm-hmm. uh, awful. Like when a person, when a when a gun a guy and like is when a musician is a, about to like die or pass out on stage, as it were, it's very visible. It's very obvious. People said that about Lemmy in Motorhead, um, like a few months before he actually died. And and I I haven't seen Ween live. There were, they opened. They were one of the first acts at a new a new music venue in Brooklyn called Brooklyn Steel that I did want to go, but it was sixty dollars a ticket. Fuck that. Yeah, they just they just came to Red Rocks uh, out here, and then they played uh, two nights at the Ogden Theater, which is a cool little theater up in Denver. And uh, I really wanted to go, but I've, I've I've just like spent too much money on shit, so yeah. I wasn't able to go. I'd love to. I'd love or, to see them I'd again. Also like I'd to say, love to yeah. see them. Yeah. But um, R.I.P. So, R- R- Lemony Snicket's the lead singer of Motorhead. <laughs> rip, yeah, rip, baby. So what? Wait, what? Rip what was it? Snicket. Oh, right, it was Broomfield where Ween had their first reunion show. Right? Did I have? Do I have the town name? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, arena. so. I don't like that. That it's theater, a, yeah, it's but, an arena. Um, it's a sports but arena, still, yeah. but like nobody it's, plays there it's because. A, yeah. Yeah, it's a big arena thing. Yeah, but like it sucks. We got Red Rocks, and uh, mm. you only play there in the winter, basically, because uh, yeah. why the fuck would you want to play there? But I did, what I did what I did see was I saw Gene Ween, uh, and he was this was like I think his first time reverting back to Gene Ween. He was at Brooklyn Bowl, which is like a bowling alley on a concert venue, um, nice. but he was doing covers of Billy Joel. Now. Not only does he sound just like Billy Joel, That's he looks good. just like Billy Joel, and he's like he twenty does. years he younger does. than Billy Joel, uh, because of all the all the drug. I love Billy Joel. Billy Joel, Billy Joel's an inspiration to anyone who's ever been <laughs> drunk. Uh, like I think, or uh, had inter- had inappropriate thoughts about an eighteen-year-old. The governor of New York he's, actually. Billy aff- Joel is a thought. The, is a thought leader. The governor of New York officiated. Billy Joel's most recent wedding, which says a lot about everybody involved there. Um, also, I th- like in New York City, you'll hear a lot of people do Billy Joel karaoke. I think it sh- if I think if somebody sings scenes at an Italian restaurant, you should be legally ar- allowed to slug them in the jaw afterward. Oh, it's come on, I don't such know. A good I just. Song. Uh, look, I'm from New Jersey. I'm a, a more Bruce Springsteen than Billy Joel. Billy Joel's just like, I just li- I, I just like when I was on the school bus or or like a van because my school was small. Uh, but like they would listen to like the easy listening station is like every f- four or five songs was Billy Joel, and I got tired of him. See, I think I think I think Bruce Springsteen is a little he is. overrated. Like like Bruce no Springsteen is. is like. Is like the is like the musician for like 
coal People miners. Who maybe in yeah, like in a different yeah. life, could have like loved Bob Dylan, but like their dad used to get drunk and <laughs> get or something. So like they become like Bruce Springsteen fans. I think there is something. It's like, it's like there's like a yeah. You know, there, there, there's like a, you know, it's funny, like, because he's not really like this anymore. He's more authentic he's than like, fucking John Bon Jovi, for fuck's rich. sake. That guy was never. Well, John Bon Jovi is a fucking flaming <laughs> ball of hair. Like, no, I don't think anyone thinks that yeah, no, no, no. John Bon Jovi no. is authentic. Like, he's like a generic yeah. pop star, you know? Like, he has no. I've heard enough, I've heard enough of you know, like living they, on they, a prayer in college to make me just completely hate that song and leave the bar for like five minutes every time it's played what do you guys think Never. about uh the lincoln park guy that died oh man that killed oh himself. man so i i i, I very much enjoyed his uh i very much enjoyed dimebag daryl and his hit song crawling in my skin uh, you know pouring out a 40 for him <laughs> you know uh Linkin Park was, like, I think an important band to, like, a lot of people <laughs> whose parents got divorced. I didn't particularly care for it, but, um, you know, like, like there, there's, like, there's been, like, some suicide in, like, my, not in my nuclear family, but sort of mm. pretty close to that. So, like, it, you know, it's, it's weird. It's, it's tragic no matter you know, what, because, like, no matter how you it's slice like, it. Well, it's extremely tragic, but it's, like, sort of, like, weird, like, what I think is funny and what's not. So, like, I'll say, like, 97 jokes about 9-11, and then I'll be like, maybe I shouldn't say anything about Chester Bennington because suicide is really, really sad. Then I'm like, what the fuck? What do I care? I'm yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I didn't – I'm sure everybody made the same crawling or in-the-end jokes when he died, like – I loved one of the t one of my favorite tweets is the dog boner tweet saying like I think it's like every time a celebrity dies or any time every time a celebrity does something it's like everybody trying to jam a turd down the same toilet. Mm -hmm. It is true. true. He's it is. But here's the funny thing about the whole uh, the whole Lincoln Park thing. Uh, so I have a coworker who uh, he, he likes pretty shitty. He's he's a great you know nice guy or whatever. But he likes terrible music. He likes Bon Jovi. This is what kind of made me think of this. He loves Bon Jovi. Uh, and he uh, he actually had uh, Bon Jovi tickets. And uh, and Bon Jovi got fucking, like, like laryngitis or something and canceled his show oh here in Denver. Uh, then he had, he had Soundgarden tickets. Uh, and about a week before Soundgarden was supposed to play here in Denver, he got, uh, you know, that dude. Chris Cornell OD'd. And... Uh, yeah, and then he had Lincoln Park tickets, and uh, about a month before they were supposed to play here in Denver, he committed. Suicide. It's a sign, man. So, it's a uh, it's a sign from the universe telling you know get out of your 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 music tastes are stuck in seventh grade. Grow up a little bit. Yeah. So this guy Riddle's was coworker retired. <laughs> this bitch. guy was threatening to buy fish tickets. Oh no, uh, bitch! Fucking better not. Yeah, you better not, motherfucker. Like I think I have the. Been in a yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, David. Oh, well, I think the reason why new metal was so was at least very popular in the late 90s was because 
There were all these middle school boys. They were tired of hearing boy bands on the radio, so they went to shit like, you know, Limp Biscuit or Corn or Papa Roach or whatever the fuck. And I was one of those boys for a time, you know? I'm not going to lie, but I, they're both crap. It was your last uh, resort, I did, David? Oh, dude, I loved P.O.D. P.O.D. Man. was a Christian rock band, weren't they? Yeah. yeah I, I, I that. Randall's like I like I listen like like I went to a school in central Massachusetts for four years for like a boarding school or whatever and like there was like a station I think they still play the same new metal shit that they played like 15 years ago when I went there but like there was this one particularly bad one called Chevelle where they didn't even fucking bother to rhyme and like for a time when Dave Chappelle got big I would sometimes call him che- Dave Chevelle because that terrible band which just stuck with me but he outlasted them <laughs> he did yeah he did he good old Dave Chappelle too. yeah all that all that rap rock band is just like I don't know like it I guess like it, it, it is appropriate like it is sort of like the soundtrack for like this sort of whiny collapsing suburban yeah. dystopia you know but like I, I just it's not fucking good, man. Like, like a few of them had like good songs for whatever reason. Like, I had much more of an affinity for Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I no, Limp Biscuit was. I never even bought a Lincoln Park album. I don't think I don't think no. Limp Biscuit was great, but like there was something about it that I did find. There's some. Endearing. There's I some intri- it, Even though you know Fred Durst did not mean it to be entertaining, there was still some unintentional entertainment and comedy value from it. And, like, I just, I love get, like, sometimes when I've, a couple of times I've gotten very mad and I've sang break stuff at karaoke uh-huh. as a way to vent. But it's just, like, and all. I just farted it. Uh, well, the you should excuse I'm yourself. But, um, oh, and also, like, <laughs> a lot of these new metal frontmen have, like, gone insane. Like, Fred Durst, I think, I think, I don't know if Fred Durst is now, like, a citizen or honorary citizen of Russia but he's like a big Putin admirer Dis- the guy who the front man of Disturbed is like a neocon the front man of Korn made a song about Obama and every Amer- and every president before him being in the Illuminati there's more to it but like that is not that like that is not that's not a good job to have yeah, that, that if you want to leave with your sanity intact Those guys are all, like, fucking in, like, their huge houses, like, on Salvia. <laughs> you know, like, fucking Obama, man. He's part of the fucking Illuminati. The one time I had Salvia, That's the one time I had Salvia, uh, I was in I was in my one year of grad school, which I, I fucking failed uh, because the program was shit and I didn't do that well in one course. But anyway, like, there was, like, a store where I bought Salvia, and the one time I smoked it, I just got very loud and angry because I couldn't find this frozen chimichanga that I thought I had bought from CVS. <laughs> and it was not pleasant and I don't want to do it again. Yeah, my thing you was... Fucking, you high on I was, I was looking for a chimichanga that I didn't have and I got angry. Yeah, I, I had like a uh, some weird, you know, experience or whatever, but the, the most notable thing was at the very end uh, when I started to kind of come back to reality. I, uh... I, like I was, I felt like very like hot and very constricted by my pants, 
and I was with I was with like two like dude you know friends. Oh God! Uh, and I was like, ah oh, man, I want to take off my pants. And one of my friends was like, dude, dude, no, 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 dude, don't do that, don't do that. And I was like, ah, I really want to take my pants off. <laughs> and he was just like pleading me to not do that. And uh, I, I guess I, I guess he yeah. convinced me. I did not end up taking my pants off. Yeah. I I took L, I took LSD and went to a high school <laughs> basketball game, and uh, like on the way home, I, it was just like I did that on D- I DXM, I guess. But nice. continue. And apparently, like I like in like whatever drug fugue state that I was in, like after the game, like I was like obsessed with like rebounding, <laughs> and like like how intense <laughs> rebounding was, and like I, like I had to be like <laughs> to the fuck up about like this kid, and I was like. He fucking went for every rebound, dude. Like he just, he had so much fucking. If somebody told you to get the fucking ball, man. Like if I was, somebody told you, I was obsessed. If somebody told you Charles Barkley's nickname as yes. being the round man of the rebound, he probably would have just stormed on the court like shirtless in a rage. Oh, I would have gone fucking bananas uh, at that point, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's like that's why you shouldn't do drugs is be, not because like it'll ruin your life or you'll spend all your money or go to jail, but because like twenty years later like your friends will be able to fucking own you be like, hey dude, you remember that night you spent three hours <laughs> talking about rebounding in a fucking drug addled stupor? And I'm like, nah, I, I didn't do that. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. It, do that. Were Were you ever uh, besides the salvage? No, the no, table? nothing. Well, I mean, also at Binghamton, I did, like, that fake weed stuff because that was all I could buy there. It's it, By the way, Binghamton is, like, even for upstate New York, is a very depressing city. Don't go there ever. Binghamton it really is. It's like, like, like I lived, like, uh, well, the, the campus where I went was in downtown, so I lived downtown, which is, ugh. There's still no, there still isn't a grocery store there. In the downtown area, you have to go like a mile out of town, uh, a mile out, a mile out of the downtown area to get a cup. Find like one or two, but like, it, there was like the the campus was there. There was like the hockey arena where like I saw a playoff game there. Um, but they, the team that was there moved out, but a different team moved their affiliate to Binghamton. There was like a baseball. St- Minor league, Mets minor league baseball team that like nobody friggin went to. There were it was hockey was much more popular. Really, the only thing to do there was drink, and also I guess smoke K two or the equivalent. That's not pleasant either. Um, I just like watched. I watched a couple of terrible was- movies while high on whatever shit they sold there. I watched Nuki, which was like a ripoff of E T, and I watched Highlander. That was it, like, but like it's just not good. And so, uh, yes. as the beer nerd, obviously you're a man who, uh, at least in the past, is always oh, yeah, enjoyed still do. beer. Are you still a uh, a man who is? I still do, man. Beer? I still I still like drinking beer, but like I mean, well, now that I guess I have a a job that pays more, I can actually go and go to the bars that serve good beer. Unfortunately, the one I found out the beer bar near my parents place in manhattan like it used to be like five dollars for a beer and like it it, it it the amount of beer that you get depends on like abv or rarity and it used to be it was usually just like 14 right. ounce pours or eight ounce pours occasionally you get a five ounce pour if it was like really boozy or really rare 
and it used to be $5. So then it went up to $6, you know, still a good deal. Then it went to $7 and like, you know, kind of pushing it, but okay. Now it's at $8 and they, now there's an 11 ounce pour. And now it's like, no, I can't do that. It's not a good deal anymore. Your place sucks. But uh, there's still a very good selection there. I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious what's behind this. And it's uh, a little something that is known as late yeah, capitalism. Man. Everything is late capitalism. Everything is a statement against Trump. Everything is a statement for Trump, you know. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. And sometimes a dick Fuck is God. just a dick. I don't... We don't get um, like super political on here, but I'll tell you what that Trump guy he's a, he's he's a, a, he's a real clown. Let me tell you, he's somehow more of a clown than those clowns in Congress. I tell you what. <laughs> Coming beer nerd live with yeah. the Apollo. Yeah, you know I'm here. I'm here all week. Yeah, I think that is a. Uh, I think with uh, with that beautiful zinger, it's a good time to. Uh, yeah. We've been talking for a while here. It's a good time to end the podcast david thank you so much for coming on it's been a while i've wanted to talk to you and i appreciate oh it's my pleasure maddie and you two what you both of you are invited on my podcast just reminder again because i'm a shameless shill my i'd I'd love to uh we'd love to i'd love to talk sports for you man tell tell us again the name of your podcast it's called my team sucks and my co-host is only on twitter to follow sports and drag queens as he puts it but he's also very funny and very cynical about sports. It was his idea. So both of you are invited. I've got a lot of other people I want on. And I swear, And uh, the, to the friend who asked me where episode six is, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Listen, coming you soon. fucking piece of shit. Stop hounding David about episode well, that, six. That, he's fucking join the club. Busy. Yeah. Getting a job. You know, he's I'm a big, important man now, so... All right, well, uh, Randall, as always, thank you for joining me, even though you are a fucking cheese hater and a fucking piece of shit, love son of a bitch, motherfucker. I like cheese, too. Whatever, dude. Don't fucking, don't fucking patronize me with your fucking fake cheese enthusiasm. 